0: All right, zipping across the ether, we have landed just like that at the TGA unofficial Facebook page, and uh, could be more pleased to be bringing you this year-end wrap-up of TGA unofficial live with my intrepid co-host, my sister from another Mister Miss Vivica. Uh, Vivica, how are you?
1: I'm good, Scott. I'm doing well. Always, I'm always in good spirits. I try to be anyway. So, uh, you know. Happy to be breathing.
0: You always appear to be pretty bullish based on that picture in the background.
1: Um, So is that, is that I'm a, always yeah. bullish because you're bullish when when it's bullish, right? Everything's everyone's a genius when it's green. So you're bullish. And I'm bullish when it's bearish, because that's when you make the most upside. So I'm kind of always bullish, I think.
0: I think that's awesome. I think there's always opportunity in every obstacle. Uh, There's always a silver lining, even if it's uh, a healthy reminder about patience, acceptance, uh, resilience, (laughs) and all those type of things. So, well, I'm really excited about this episode. We are going to do a little kind of end of year recap, although we officially don't end our year of, uh, our first year of this broadcast until next week. We have Evan Kirsch, uh, some of you know him from Penguin Posse. He's got some other kind of incredible things going on that I know I, I'd rather just let him talk about. Um, so we're actually going to end on a much bigger bang than than Vivek and I just kind of jamming on some of our favorite moments. But that's uh, that's kind of what we're going to do today. So, um, Vivek, I'd, I'd love to kick it over to you and just you know maybe start with um, any reflections you have on what's what we've done so far and if there's any kind of favorite moment or uh, guest or principal that we've talked about that you'd, you'd like to share?
1: So we've interviewed some great people. Me and you have connected, which was the, my, my, my most favorite thing, right? So if I'm going to kick it off, I'm going to kick it off with some gratitude. And um, I'm going to show some gratitude to you, Scott. So this has been an awesome couple months. This was kind of just like a random... You know, chat one day in the in the private chat, and we stepped up and said, hey, "We'll do it." And um, I've been having fun. It's been great to connect with you and you know, fellow Guardians and friends of Guardians, and just get to know you guys on another level, more about yourselves and your businesses and stuff like that. So, just want to show some gratitude to you. It's been a it's been a good time. I'm looking forward to whatever this turns into. However it goes, we're just kind of winging it, and I'm enjoying it. It's it doesn't feel um you know, like it's forced, you know, we kind of just come on here, have a good time, have a conversation. And um, it it makes it better that it doesn't feel forced or like, you know, curated in any kind of way. We kind of just, you know, we wing it. So I appreciate you. I appreciate all your insights. Very stoic. I appreciate you with your quotes and all these things and the books. And it's awesome. I also want to shout you out because the other day I commented on something and you were like, send me your address and, you know, hook it up. And guys, look at this guy. <laughs> huh? who does awesome. things like this? So he immediately threw these two wonderful books in, in the mail and I got them fast. So he sent me 10 X is easier than two X, um, with, uh, Benjamin Hardy on that guy. And then he sent me his own book here, which was awesome. So thank you, Scott. I appreciate you, man. Um, yeah, I just want to kick it off with that. Just gratitude to you. Gratitude to the community. Um, you know super grateful to be around you guys and um kind of just elevate you know myself and hopefully each other you know and you know it's just been a good time so thank you that's what i that's what i want to start with brother all, all the right. all the i told my wife this all the there's been profound people or people that i've connected with in my life and they're all s's right so my sister stacy i'm the oldest of four so my sister stacy was my my first youngest sister so she's an S, and she always says I'm the first S. And then Shasta's is my wife; she's the second S. So Scott, you are an S, sir. You're up there. I appreciate you. I I feel good about this relationship.
0: Wow, I'm gonna have to fight tooth and claw to maintain my position. I don't know if I. <laughs> I don't want to go after your wife. I might have to take out your sister, though. I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, I I I want to reflect right back to you um, that you've taken the words right out of my mouth. That one of my favorite things about um, this endeavor is that you and I had never really connected until literally we kind of got on our first call. I don't even remember if we had a pre-mortem, like what are we going to do? I think we just said agreed over messenger that we were going to kick up a, a broadcast on the Facebook page and see what happens. So, you know, I, I appreciate anybody that, that can tolerate me for uh, this long. And so, um, you know, obviously uh, my wife and family come first, but uh, and, 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 um, a, f- a few select family members, um, but you can take them out if you want to. And then, and then you, and, you know, I also want to give a shout out to um, Nicole Richards, who is one of our guests, because my introduction to the Guardian Academy came when she and I kind of came in almost at the same time and started doing some things together. So two of my you know, kind of best online experiences with just um, discussing things associated with the Guardian Academy have come Mm -hmm. through collisions with Guardians who have, um, you know, thrown caution to the wind and decided that they were going to jump on a live broadcast with me and just Mm -hmm. jam. So I I, I really appreciate, I appreciate the format. I appreciate, for those that, that don't know, basically, I think, if I remember, correct me if I'm wrong, Vivica, we were on a Guardian call. We were talking about ways to leverage this brand new thing that Nick Sotello had started um, the face the TGA unofficial Facebook group. And I think you or I or both at the same time said something about doing some broadcasts. And Nick basically said, Yeah, you guys should get together and talk about that. And we literally the next day said, Why don't we do this? And we just kind of did it. So that's the way it happens. And just to weave in a guardian principle, you know, what we did was we just kind of micro stepped into it. It's like, hey, I have an idea. That's a great idea. I would do that with you. What are we going to do? I don't know. Let's have a broadcast and see how it goes. Just like a little test drive. Let's see if we can stand each other. Let's see if we can operate the tech. Let's see if uh, Nick doesn't kick us out of the group, you know, because of our <laughs> shenanigans. Um, so it, a lot of great things happen in life when you actually just. Uh, decide that you're going to show up and um, do the best you can with what you have uh, with the people that, that you're surrounded by. And that's uh, kind of what I see in this. I'm Before I kick it back to you, Vivica, I'm just going to quickly, I'm going to go through what I remember the guest list. And then I, I want you to fill in any gaps because I want to express gratitude directly to the people that have jumped on. So obviously... Um, it's looks to me, Vivica, like we started on August 15th. So we've been doing this for, you know, the better part of four months now. Um, we started off with you interviewing me and then me interviewing you. And then Jay back to immediately raised his hand. He came on board as a kind of our, our first official guest. Then Jeff Merck, uh, came on. Uh, I don't remember exactly if Courtney was next, but she Courtney was, early. yep, Courtney came in, uh, Nick Sotello was on, um, Jake Anderson came on, Joseph Robertson, uh, Blake Schofield, Sam Ocean, and uh, let's see, who else? Nicole Richards, who I mentioned just a, a, a few moments ago. Um, we took some time off. Nick Peterson, the man himself, came on board. We took uh, a week off for Thanksgiving, and then let's see, um, after that... Mm-hmm. We had Dwayne and David Lyon, and uh, and as I mentioned, we've got Evan uh, Kirsch coming up uh, sometime or, or next week this time. So just a big, huge thank you to all the guests that have come on. Did I, is there anyone that you can think of that I missed there, Vivica?
1: That's who I have on my list. So if if you've missed him and I missed him, then we 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 just we suck at life. <laughs> but I don't think we missed missed anybody. I'm pretty I'm pretty good about it. I have a list going, so.
0: Well, we did have one response to our um request you know for for viewers, and we've got people on here right now and uh so I wanna invite you all that are tuning in to to share any reflections or questions you have on the episode so far but if uh let's no, guardians no, in let's front not guardian. echo the broadcast while I'm doing this <laughs> um let's see we had. Russ, Russ mentioned that he really appreciated the jams we did on recapture and reallocate. Um, would you uh, mind just starting us off by kind of giving us a, a, a review or a little thumbnail sketch of what we mean when we're talking about recapture and reallocate?
1: You know, it's it's cool that you actually mentioned that because I just recaptured and am reallocating some, some funds here. So recapture, reallocate pretty much means you recapture any kind of cost, energy, time. Um, so it doesn't necessarily have to be monetary, right? It could be your time. So if you're you're trying to recapture time to spend more time with your family, stuff like that. So you pretty much just evaluate you know, your day to day, where you're spending your money, where you're spending your time, whatever you're trying to solve for. And uh, you recapture that and then you reallocate it to something else. Um, so that's pretty much the gist of it. Um, one thing I just did so, uh one of the big principles here is closer versus more <clears throat> right, and um solvable problems, things like that, and one of the things that i'm that I just did to recapture I've done recapture reallocate before t g a so that's one of the things I would do when I would go into a business and I was evaluating business is just what they're spending money on, how to recapture any kind of inefficiencies um waste stuff like that so I love it. I think it's a great step in general for businesses and personal life to be able to just recapture your resources. So it's it's one of the quickest ways to to maybe get net positive stuff like that. So go through your things and um, kind of recapture, you know, some, maybe you're double paying for something that's redundant right? Like you're paying for two services that do almost the same thing. So just go through your stuff and just try to recapture those dollars. But basically what I did was I terminated my office lease. So I was paying for physical office space. And since COVID it's right, it's not like I'm always home. So I I'm recapturing those funds and will now place those in a financial vehicle, right? That will now grow over the next 10, 20 years to X. Right. I'm not going to get into the specifics, but basically recapturing those couple hundred dollars, putting it into something else that's going to maybe get me seven percent a year, whatever, what have you. So so that's a big recapture for for me. Right. Because it's like, what can I cut off that I don't need? That's kind of wasteful. Right. So that was one of the first big things. And I'll and I'll do this again, you know, for a couple more areas in in life and business. So just making better decisions. And did the office get me closer No. Was it extra? Was it fancy? Was it a place I can hold me? Yes. Do I do I really need it? No. So so recapturing that is a it's a huge hundreds of hundreds of dollars a month. So um so you guys can do the math on that. So just look through your stuff. You know, if you're trying to recapture time, keep track of everything you're doing all day and where you can recapture that time. Maybe you're wasting it on social media, maybe you know hanging out with, with your homies i don't know but whatever you're trying to solve for so if it's for time if it's for energy if it's for money just look at what you're doing try to see where the waste is going recapture that and then reallocate it to something that obviously is going to be more beneficial so that's pretty much the gist of recapture and reallocate for for me anyway do you have any additional
0: no but i well i love i love the um the because the i think it helps people um, to hear like how other people are applying this principle. Um, you said something really important that I just want to underline, which is when we're talking about recapture and reallocate, we almost always go to money first because money is a way that we um, kind of identify or define value. Um, and so oftentimes we will um, start there, but you know, time is an asset that you can recapture and reallocate. Reputation is a asset that you can recapture and reallocate your attention, where you're spending, you know, where you're putting your focus, your energy. These are all invaluable assets. You only have so much time in a day. You only have, you know, so much money um, in circulation at any given time. You only have so much attention um, to give before you burn out, so much energy to give before you burn out. And so um, I appreciate your example. And I'll just reflect um, a, a, a really recent example for me that's slightly different. And maybe we'll introduce a new idea. And that is, um, you know, I I have a couple of different communities going. There's one of them that um, has just been kind of limping along for a while. And I've been putting a lot of energy into trying to revitalize it and and get it, you know, get it going. And I realized that, you know, for basically almost two years, I've been dedicating four hours a week to trying to get something going that, the evidence is showing is not really happening. And so i made the decision to close down that community, made the announcement, <clears throat> let people know where else they could connect, you know, other communities that they connect with me online. I recaptured four hours a day, or four hours a week rather, that I can now put into my flex schedule in the afternoons. And so I can spend that time with my grandson, who you might hear in the background, because he's eating, his favorite thing to do. Um, <laughs> I spend it with my wife. I can um, or I can open it up, you know, for client work. And so the the new idea, and I'd love to hear if you, you have any thoughts on this, Vivica. My introduction <clears throat> to Nick Peterson came through Laurel Portier, and she sent me a copy of Bumpers, um, and I read through that book, and it was the last exercise, which was basically kind of doing a recapture and reallocate of your week. Like, where are you spending your time? And and what do you want your perfect, you know, day, week to look like? And because at the time, my wife and I were trying to design our lives around our desire to be daycare for our grandson from seven in the morning until four in the afternoon, I literally looked, you know, and looking at my schedule, I was working about 10 hours a day on my business (laughs) which didn't leave a whole lot of time to spend with my grandson if I was going to maintain that schedule. And what I basically did was I designed my Monday through Friday so that Monday through Friday, I'm free from seven to to noon so that I can free up that time for my wife to work. And that from noon until four or five, actually, um, that's my flex time. If I'm if I have clients, that's when I'm meeting with clients. And if I don't have clients, that's when I'm able to spend more time either working on my business, spending time with my wife and my grandson, what have you, and trying to keep my weekends kind of free uh, of of any kind of work-related stuff. And, I bas- and so I kind of established those guardrails and boundaries, those bumpers, and then said, now I have to fit my life around this. Uh, and what it enabled me to do was to you know, I'm an early riser. I dedicate from 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. to that's the time I spend in my business, period. So I went from 10 hours a day to 10 hours a week working in my business, doing the marketing, doing the emailing, you know, all answering, uh, responding to discovery call requests and things like that. And then I literally, it took me a year, but it, over a year I designed a life where I was free from 7 to noon and available for clients or my family from noon to five, Monday through Friday. And I have freed up my weekends, you know, to, to do what I want to do. Oftentimes that that's work, but that's, <laughs> that's cause I like what I do. Um, so yeah, just that idea of, you know, uh, bumpers and, you know, being clear about what it is that you really want, I think, um, has been something, a theme that I've seen in other our guests as well, but I'd love to hear your reflections on that. But before yeah, I, do I love that, that. Just quick, sorry, the, yep. the, Uh Just wanna say hi to Scott and Jerry and Nicole, who heard me say all those nice things about her. I'm sorry about that. Uh, Dwayne. Um, and Cato are all uh, on the call, so appreciate nice. you all being here. And if you have any questions or reflections, drop them in the chat. I'm sorry, Vivica, go ahead.
1: No, you're good, man. Um, so so yeah, bumpers, bumpers is a great um book to read, especially like fourth quarter, right? So it's December, guys. Like, it's a quick read. Go through it. Get your 2024 straight. You know, said like 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 the calendar that Scott's talking about. There's a there's an exercise in there about your perfect day. So if you design what what Scott's pretty much done is he's designed his perfect day and then everything else has to fit around it, right? So he he puts he put in his important stuff um and then everything else has to fit into that. So I I was doing something similar to that anyway, um every fourth quarter, I'd kind of plan my whole year, right? Where what what weeks are we off no matter what, you know, when are we taking vacation no matter what. And then you fill in. So every December I kind of go through the you know the next year's calendar and i put everything in so um so kind of similar scott just design your 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 kind of perfect day and what that looks like um go through the bumpers exercises it's awesome scott i feel like you know some of that too what you're explaining is like intention intervention gap mm. right so like you 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 kind of you wanted the time you wanted to do the things you wanted and you you went to your calendar to see you know, what you were doing. So 10 hours a day to 10 hours a week is huge. Think about all that time, right? Obviously your, your grandson's uh, um, benefiting because now you have your, your afternoons um, or your mornings with him and your afternoon's free. So that's, that's awesome. I think that's, that's, that's a good exercise for people to do. Um, I'm kind of, so one of the things that I've done with my calendar, like, and for going into 2024 is another closest verse more kind of, um, you know, intention versus intervention. So with me, it's like, you know, I've been playing with the trading this year and going through the coding and doing all the things. And um, one of the things I was speaking to my wife about, because time for me is more important than money a lot of times, right? So I'm like, man, I can, there's days like, you know, I could do 100% days, right? But I got to sit in front of the computer all day. So I sat down with my wife and I'm like, listen, I'm thinking. And so I'm a numbers person, so I got to do the math. But I'm like, man, if I just trade in the mornings just for a little bit, get my 25% and we just compound that for so many months, I don't have to sit in front of the computer all day for to, to, to get that 100%, right? So that brings me closer. It might not give me more, right? It might not give me more money, right? Right but it brings me closer to the type of day that i want my perfect day right i don't want to sit in front of the computer for for eight hours trying to get my 100 percent. so so that was one of the realizations that we had just as of recent i'm like this is what we're going to do so that's how my calendar is going to go i'm going to block out my mornings that's it and then afternoons are going to be spent like you right on business on clients marketing whatever um so get get your solvable problems figured out get You know, for everybody that hasn't done it yet, get your, you know, read bumpers, get that perfect day kind of visualized, not someone else's perfect day, not what you see all the gurus and all the hustle minded people, right? Hustle 24 seven, whatever, blah, 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 not those kind of days, right? Those are their days. Get your day. What's important to you? Like what's important to your family and, and, and what you're trying to do with your legacy and stuff like that? Don't worry about how everyone else is spending their day. Right. If if you're not a four AM take a cold plunge, you know, grind till you die kind of person, then that's don't do that. That's not playing your game. You're playing someone else's game, which is another theme that we had with a lot of guests. Do you want to go into some of that, Scott? Playing your game?
0: Yeah, I love that you brought that up because I keep forgetting that this is my favorite principle of all. But real quick before I go. Uh, this this anonymous person happens to be Nick Peterson, who says "Yo," and no surprise, but he's a little bit biased, but uh he's a big fan of bumpers um <laughs> and I are obviously big fans of Nick's and bumpers, so great to have Nick here um and appreciate him coming on the broadcast recently and and just uh don't don't tell anybody but Nick has agreed that he'll do like a quarterly q and a on this broadcast, so uh be thinking about the things that you would like to. To, to have Nick reflect on, um, that might help you get closer to what you want. Um, I love what you were, uh, just reflecting about the, um, about, uh, the, 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 solvable problem and playing your game, right? Because, you know, there's the solvable problem, the way Dan lays it out, Dan Nicholson lays it out in rigging the game, which is like a, a financial plan for getting what you want in life. And that's, um, really powerful. It's a great uh, concept um a lot of you know i've been i've been reflecting on this idea of playing your game ever since i was in the seventh grade when one of my teachers when i was trying to understand the message of the bhagavad-gita around you know following your vocation your life's true calling i couldn't like those words didn't make sense to me and when i asked him what that meant he said play it means playing your game and i because i was a jock you know that made, immediately made sense um and one of the things that you know, just to reflect some of this back to our guests, you know when you look at all those people that we mentioned up front that have appeared on the broadcast, there's two things going on that I think are really required if you're going to um, play your game or if you're going to if you're going to achieve your life and business priorities uh, by playing your game. And I love what you said about like not playing the guru's game. Cause there's a lot of that going on right now. Um, you know, you're, you are, you are a, um, unique person with a unique set so, of temperaments and, and tolerances, unique abilities, unique experiences, unique circle of connections. Um, there's no way for you to play someone else's game and make the difference that only you can make in the world. So what I love about talking to all our guests is how clear they are so often about where they wanna go. And what they've been able to do is what I, I find in my work hard for people to do, which is to be clear about where they're actually starting from to circle back to Recaps Reallocate. Like you don't know what you, where you're starting from unless you know what you're starting with and who you are. Like taking that, that, um, doing that audit of your values, your guiding principles, your talents and skills, uh, you know, whatever assets you have in terms of time, attention, um, talents, and so forth. Uh, And then closing the gap is a matter of, uh, and this, this will bring in the next principle that I love, system thinking, system reliability. You know, I, I, when I'm working with clients, it's like, okay, we've defined what you really want. We've defined where you really are and what you're really starting with. Now, what are the three things that have to happen to get you from where you are to where you want to be? Because We can identify those three things and increase the efficiency of, of how you're executing those three things. We can create not just certainty that you'll get what you want, but clarity of the path and we can collapse time. Um, that's been a big, a big one for me, not just in hearing people talk about that conceptually, but listening to them talk about their journey through that process uh, it has been, you know, really super informative, but also really inspiring.
1: So system reliability is huge. And, I, you know, for me, I didn't, I never really I don't think worked with just straight like solopreneurs on a big level where like, it's just them. So a lot of times it was a situation where people had 10, 20, 30 employees, 50 employees. Right. And you would be surprised how much, you know, inefficiency there is in some of these, you know, small to medium sized big businesses that you would think you know, people would know better, there'd be some kind of technology that just says, hey, you know, no, we, you don't need this, or this isn't working, or this is where, but, you know, it's it's trial and error, it's analysis, it's it's going through the stuff, and a lot of people don't want to go through the stuff, they just don't want to, they don't want to do it, it's, it's work, right, it requires work, it requires reflection, it requires um, looking in the mirror, right, so mm-hmm. a lot of times, a lot of these guys, you know, owners, operators, they were like the biggest inefficient cog right (laughs) so they they were the biggest um wrench in the plan so it's like um you know system reliability just stack it you know someone shiny objects this is going to fix what the problem is no this is going to really fix what that problem didn't fix so i need these both things to help because this one only did you know and before you know it you got a hundred things that just they're not working you know so adding on, stacking on different things, people, systems, it's not necessarily the answer. Um, and humans, like I'm sure you're gonna allude to it, are, are the biggest you know, inefficiency that there is, so go ahead.
0: <laughs> well, yes, uh, yeah, the weakest component or the least efficient component of any system is the human pressing the buttons and pushing the levers for sure. And that actually brings me, so this is Jerry Berger, Um, asking this question, how compatible was the Guardian Academy aligned with your existing biases and beliefs? I I think I love that question. And it actually speaks to um, what you were just asking, Vivica, which is, um, and you you alluded to this with the, the, the mirror, right? Like we're always, we're kind of programmed by biology and evolution to look out the window. Like who can we blame? Uh, for our situation because it can't possibly be our fault. You know, we're so worthy. We're so deserving. We're so talented. You know, why is the world conspiring to not ha- let us succeed in business and have the relationships that we want and have all the things that we want? it's like, that's, you're, you're, you're playing into the and cartman's triangle has come up many times in our conversations. You're playing the victim and, if you're playing the victim, you're waiting for for the savior to come in and rescue you, and you're always looking for the villain that you can blame. And to Jerry's point uh, about you know why TGA resonated with me, and that I'd love to hear your reflections, Vivica. I have been uh, my life, all of my life endeavors have been informed by two books that I was introduced to in the seventh grade, the Marcus Aurelius' meditations, which is one of the primary stoic texts. Stoicism says that all that's required to live a good life is to become a better person. Um, and the Bhagavad Gita, which is basically a book about your life is speaking to you because it wants to speak through you. It's a book about, uh, identifying and defining and pursuing your life's true calling. And for a long time, the tagline on my website was, um, you know, at the top, it was play your game. And at the bottom was intention, integrity, and impact. And when I collided with the Guardian Academy, those three things, intention and integrity and impact were at the heart of everything that I was hearing and, you know, what started for me with the Nick Smith's episodes, but then in the TGA podcast, official podcast and YouTube channel content and curriculum and so forth, it, um, all these things really resonated with things I already believed and biases I already had. But they also um, introduced new ideas and um, and and offered different perspectives on things that I had been already thinking about or had learned about uh, in, in the past, um, which only helped augment and amplify my understanding, which allowed me to put those things, leverage those things in my life to make changes that I wanted to make happen. So I'd, I'd love to hear your reflections on Jerry's question.
1: So I love the question. I don't know if I love compatible because I feel like, and I think Nick Nick alluded to this the other day when he he posted something about um, RFK Jr. or like even the Cowboys, right? Like that, those are, that wasn't his team. I feel like sometimes your biggest lessons are from people you're not compatible with or that you don't um align with so i feel like for me um wolf at the time guardian academy i feel like it was both i feel like what you just said certain things aligned and it was like doubled down on something that i already knew or experienced, or already did in business and in life, and then other things were just like a punch in the face. Like, oh my God, how did I not know this? Or why am I learning this now? So, so I think it's both, and I don't know if it's a compatibility thing or if it's a if it's a relative thing, right? Right? Is, is it relevant, relative to to what I'm trying to do in life and in business and stuff like that? So, um, I was introduced to this you know community through crypto and it's been anything but that right it's been everything about development business communication conversation collaboration right so it's like all these things and um a lot of times even like and it's something simple something so simple like in a lot of training because you know I, I do training and stuff like that and real estate and different things and a lot of the the guys that lead the the stuff will say niche down and and do this or jack of all trades There's no such thing as a jack of all and i remember one time which is something simple but it's like um and nick nick knows the the quote and and i'm not going to butcher it but it there's like a whole nother paragraph to that quote the jack of all trades right like so it's like so he kind of was like that's not the whole quote guys so you should know more. You shouldn't just be niche down. Like you should be broad or you should, or don't let people, you know, just, just say things like this, like and not give you the context or the full meaning of it. And so it's just little things like that where like you would take a concept that maybe you thought you knew and you kind of dove deeper and were like, whoa, that's complete bullshit. That's not a, that's not what that meant. You know, like and then Nick would just go down this rabbit hole. And so I think a lot of it is just, you know again it's it's yeah there's got to be compatibility i guess you know are you going to jive with people or you know are you feeling like you're wanted or included and stuff like that that's all emotional stuff i think but i think at the end of the day it's just a matter well whether it's relative and relevant to what you're trying to accomplish and i think most people if they sit down and are trying to be in a better place three months from now six months from now a year from now 10 years from now you're in the right place right Mm -hmm. the growth here the proximity, the lessons, the the concepts, it's, it's next level stuff. So yes well, and no, Jerry, <laughs> short answer too long. Didn't read yes and no. <laughs>
0: well, it's uh, I, I really appreciate that that refinement on, on your reflections because um, one of the th- one of my favorite philosophers has been for a long time, Heraclitus. He's one of the pre-Socratics that informs Stoicism. And um, I was shocked when I heard people like Jeff Moore and Nick Peterson and other guardians r- referencing my favorite quote by Heraclitus, which is, no, no person steps in the same river twice because not, neither is it the same river nor is it the same person. And that's one of the things about um the guardian academy content you can access it from a podcast you can access it from a youtube channel you can access it from old medium articles you can access it now from a Substack, stack um, and you can collide with those principles and conversations that happen on discord or um, on guardian calls or in this facebook group and what that quote is saying is you know every the, the the power of revisiting things like these things that we may have known about for a long time, don't actually um, click with us until we're the right person and it's the right moment. And so by revisiting all these things over and over again, hearing them from my seventh grade teachers, hearing them spoken through ancient spiritual and philosophical texts, applying them to a life as a, as a school teacher, as a musician, as a business owner, as a coach, it's like all these things continue to, um, refine and, uh, reaffirm themselves in the way that I approach everything I do as a fully integrated human being. Right. Because it's, I I don't isolate my, my life and business from my life in my personal life. It's, um, I'm trying to become the very best Scott Perry I can be in everything I'm doing. And that's what I love. And you reflected this in like, you came in through crypto and what you've quickly understood is what Nick and the Guardian Academy was, or the Wolf Den at that time was saying is you can't be good at crypto until you become a better person because it's all comes down to that dollar, right? Directions for acting like an adult or that other, um, that other interpretation. Uh, so yeah, I, I love everything you're saying. It's it's time for us to start uh wrapping this this uh wrap up episode. Um and uh just a reminder, we have Evan Kirsch coming next week. That's gonna be a I can't wait for that conversation. I think it's gonna be a fantastic way to actually stick a pin uh in the end of uh our first season. Um any any final thoughts or reflections as we're uh wrapping this up, Vivica? No, just
1: you know. Shout out and a thank you again to, uh, to everyone that's been brave enough to to come on this first season and, you know, just kind of jam with us. Um, it's been a good time. And, you know, to you, of course, Nick and the community. Uh, appreciate you guys all. And uh, definitely looking forward to, to Evan's call next week. I hear he's working on something pretty cool. So I want to hear about it. So, yeah, looking forward to that. And obviously, you know, the holidays are here. Christmas is around the corner. So getting excited.
0: Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm super excited, um, you know, for what's coming up and, uh, and also really enjoying this rear view and taking a look in the rear view mirror, uh, Vivica, what we've, um, you know, what we've helped facilitate and it's because of the support of the community and the people that have, uh, raised their hand and volunteered to, you know, have, have a, an unscripted conversation with us. Um, just wanted to before I wrap up. Um, my pal Kato um, has some uh, reflections on her experience with um, the uh, Bhagavad Gita uh, that I think this this is a great way for me to to end up. Um, you know, the Bhagavad Gita begins with Arjuna collapsing in the chariot, kind of uh, because he can't. Uh, he 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 is abdicating his power over making a choice about what he 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 is going to do next because it's a really it's a it's kind of a, a sophie's choice moment he's gotta bite his family or, um if he's going to fulfill his duty um and so uh but there's this moment of surrender right accepting what is accepting con- and and engaging and uh, uh having contact with reality and understanding that um all you can do is make the best decision that you can make in a moment. Um, and that will just put you in a place to make the next best decision. So uh, as we're entering the holiday time, just encouraging people to um, pay attention to your priorities. You know, what what are the things, where are you spending um, your time, attention, energy, uh, and and hopefully making sure that you carve out the time that um, you should for family and friends um, that you approach what's happening next mindfully with intention with integrity and uh, yeah and then finally just to thank God to all of you that are tuning in all of the guests that have been on and first and foremost uh, to my intrepid co-host yes. Vivica for uh, not just a great a great inaugural season but uh, you know we're already planning for what's coming up in 2024 so I'm super excited. Last word, Vivica.
1: Yes, sir. Nothing much, man. All right. That was it. I appreciate you. These jam sessions are definitely a good time to to kind of wrap up and kind of reflect on, you know, what we talked about and stuff. So I enjoy them. Um, we'll incorporate these maybe just like a Nick maybe every so, so often to kind of rehash and, and go through some stuff or deep take a deeper dive into certain concepts. So go read Bumpers, guys. It's December. Let's do this. Twenty twenty four, it's already like February, March, right? So what we're doing today will actually heat in, in, in two months, three months from now. So um for anybody working on any projects or anybody micro stepping their micro step, like just do it. Me and Scott just did this and you know, we're just gonna keep doing it. So just don't be nervous about, you know, taking those kind of leaps. It's it's you're gonna be fine. We'll micro-step. be fine. My
0: Micro that you're going to be okay. We'll I
1: appreciate,
0: appreciate you all tuning in next week for our last episode of 2023 with Evan and uh, have a great rest of your week. Bye guys.